Two quick things. Did you happen to catch the cover art for this podcast? That sign was made by Mike Hansen, and it is freaking awesome. Just wanted to say thank you to Mike one more time for making such an awesome thing for us. The second thing is the audio is a little bit off this week. Really sorry about that. Long story short, the wrong microphone actually recorded the entire podcast. 100% my fault. I will get it right next week. Nevertheless, we have a podcast for you. Hope you enjoy it. Thanks for listening. Shut up and sit down. You are listening to The Dial Podcast with Matt Lee Grand, Evan Price, Lance Hepler, and Jake Von Turing. We hope you enjoy our little two-cent dog and pony show. Bicycle ride with me, bicycle ride. Listen to your sister, Morty. To live is to risk it all. Otherwise, you're just an inert chunk of randomly assembled molecules drifting wherever the universe blows you. On a bicycle ride. Is this the first part of some kind of magic trick? I don't do magic, Morty. I do science. One takes brains, the other takes dark eyeliner. This really bums me out. It's embarrassing to find out these guys don't like us. Why? Morty, I defeat Gagu's more powerful than these guys every week. Oh my god, Dad. What's on your face? Meg, it goes by many names. Soup strainer, lip whiskers, and until recently, giant horse vagina. But I prefer the term mustache. Hi, and welcome back to the Dial Podcast. I'm Jake Von Duren. I'm here with Lance Epler. Lance Romance, right here in studio in with studio. you. Loud as ever. Loud and, and stashy. And stashy. And in the studio. Grew another foot. Well, I, Did I grow another foot this week? I actually got a real haircut this week, okay. and I... I unfortunately allowed the guy, agreed to let him trim the mustache a little bit, just under the, the nose part, yeah. and he, he kind of went to town on it. I, my my beautiful 70s fireman mustache, which was so pushy, has been trimmed a we, bit. We can see way too much of your lip now. That's the problem. Yeah. Is most of your lip is now visible. And so, now you can taste your food. Yeah. So <laughs> it actually is it's much nicer, but it just doesn't look as cool. There's a couple like straight stragglers, too. How do you miss those? Um, it's so long <laughs> on the sides that it's, oh, is it like curled? it's just hard to control. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's like right around the corners, corners of the yeah. lip. Yeah. It's kind of overgrown in that area just a little bit. I get equal amounts of love and hate for it. <laughs> so, okay. You're like a politician. Yeah. There you go. 50-50 <laughs> there. Interesting. <laughs> Enough of that. To the stash is right. Evan Price. We're going back to what's everybody drinking uh, right now. I like but that. that's only because I actually think we have, oh, we almost have four different brands of seltzer water here. So we got, oh, okay. Lance, what'd you just pop over there? Uh, the Polar uh, Seltzer Calorie-Free Black Cherry. Oh, zero calorie. Uh, I'm doing Salil, probably just butchered that pronunciation, the grapefruit flavor. Matt is? Spindrift, uh, which was on um, Guy Raz's How I Built This this past weekend maybe oh, or really? it could have been two weeks ago I don't know whatever it's been recently that that was on and uh is he still doing ted talks or did he move on um guy Raz does this like has a couple of things uh for npr but one of them is how i built this which is like companies talk about how they build their companies gotcha i don't know if he does ted talks stuff. i think he moved on well he did it for a long time he was the the voice of ted talks on their podcast and whatnot oh okay but um yeah i think i think he moved on um, sorry little, <laughs> slight tangent this there. is grapefruit flavor Cool. Cherry lime. Polar. There you go. Oh, lied the, uh, not cherry. It looks like cherries. It says cranberry lime. 
Get it right, Jake. Well, I wasn't reading. I was looking at the picture. (laughs) Cranberry lime, polar, 100% natural, seltzer, calorie-free. Kevin's right, Matt LeGrand. What's up, ladies and gentlemen of the internet? <laughs> what are you guys sipping on? Ladies and... I don't know. Just moving on. Yeah, that, was, that was less than... Did crush that intro today? Yeah. <laughs> was it like a D minus? It was a D. Yeah. It was a D. Okay. Solid D, right? Okay. Roll with that. Yeah, that's fine. Evan, backpedal. All right. Um, I was in Bend this last weekend. I didn't even know you were going to Bend. Which was fun. It was like a day and a half trip. Okay. That's how long my vacations are now, which was a blast. Yep. Just shove a lot of fun into like 48 hours, basically. I saw you did a century in Bend. Yeah. Or yeah. Something. That or was fun. Century plus. It was or like more. 117 miles or something. Yeah. 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 I was going to do 120, and then there's so much. So it was beautiful weekend. Incredible. But I am I still have a headache from the amount of pollen that was in the air. Oh, yeah. It it's is like thick that right yellow, now. thick pollen. Yeah. I looked hilarious when I got done because I could tell on my arms. I'm like, oh man, I'm getting like a yellow film on my arms, <laughs> and I could like, like while I was riding, I would like scrape it off, and it was like thick on my hands. I'm like, this has got to be all over my face too. <laughs> and I got done, and Cassie and her friends drove up uh, to pick me up in a Sun River Village uh, before we went somewhere, and they they come to pick me up, and the very first thing they say is like, what is wrong with your face? And I'm like, I'm assuming it's yellow, isn't it? And yeah, it was a thick <laughs> film of yellow was just all That's over my face. That's a lot. Interesting. I've never noticed it being that bad there. It was, a good, yeah, because I've been there multiple times, yeah. and I remember pollen, but not to the point where I'm like in a coat of yellow. Yeah. Bloomed. So I was sneezing. For Did it work well with sunscreen? You, you know what? It may have been because I actually put sunscreen on this time, which I never <laughs> do otherwise. Yeah. It probably stuck to the sunscreen, yeah, I bet. Gotcha. Yeah, it wasn't just brushing off me. But yeah, um, outside of that, yeah, that was basically like Swifted. the big ride. Oh, I um, got to hang out with our good friend Nate Ansbaugh. Went on a trail ride really? with him. Oh, cool. Absolutely awesome catching up with him. Yeah, how's he doing? He's doing well. Uh, Nate is a doctor, so kind of ground zero yeah. of COVID. Emergency dealing with it. Yeah, medicine. dealing with it frequently. Um, ben has been doing better over the last... Three weeks, I think he said. So he's been able to go out and see people now. He was really fully quarantined for the wow. first probably two months of COVID, he was saying. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's uh, <laughs> we went for a beautiful trail run on Chevlin Park. Has anybody right. been to Chevlin around yeah. Chevlin Park? Right. Yeah. Right in, uh, really close right to Skyliners. Yep. Yeah. So, um, beautiful. Like, here, here's the awesome thing about running a Chevlin Park, too, is like when you're sitting in the parking lot, you can see four million cyclists going up and down that road yep. there. I mean, Skyliner that, is like the road oh, to ride on. Yeah. 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 I mean, you just watch like five pros ride by you, yeah. and then an 82 year old guy out on his mountain bike, and then a 12 year old with his kids. It's awesome. It's it's just such a cool sight. Did you guys go out to, out to dinner somewhere nice, or did you guys stay in? Um, on Saturday, we stayed in to make pizzas. All right. Like, yeah, it was good. And then, yeah, Sunday, we, no, we, we actually didn't really go. Oh, we went out for brunch one day. Which was cool. Yeah. Excellent. And outside of that, yeah, trip been done. Next weekend, doing the Everest on Saturday. So, yeah. all the long roads I can get in. Attempting. Attempting it. Yeah. <laughs> and that's all. Are you going to taper this week for that? Uh, yeah, but I'm doing okay. intervals all week. I'm just not doing any, like, any ride over an hour and a half, basically. Okay. Mostly time limited, but also just because I don't want to be tired. So, yeah. That's a... That's good. Yeah. <laughs> Don't want yeah. to be tired for that. <laughs> I've heard, yeah, I've heard shutting off the engine entirely is bad, and doing yeah. anything long is also bad, so whatever. Between. Sounds right. Gotcha. Yeah. Matt, you want to backpedal? Yeah, I've been working. That's all. Just a lot of work. Oh, uh, I sold 
uh, a bike, so now I can't bike. <laughs> Did oh, you sell your road bike? Sell my road Specialized. bike. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, someone I didn't know, uh, really nice guy, new to biking, and I was just, you know, trying to give him as much stuff as possible. Like, you know, here's an extra set of tires, because, I don't know, I talked to Jake about this, but, like, those tires are super old. And, uh... Yeah, you tell the whole story on those tires, Matt. So... I Matt's had this bike ever since never, I've known him. Ever since I've known him. Never changed the tires yeah. on that bike. <laughs> That's an impressive. Those tires need to be retired in like the tire hall thing. And they haven't had like any flats or anything. I mean, they're like they're not good tires either. How many years? Um, more know, than five. Four. That's amazing. No, it's more it's than amazing. five because I met That's Matt five really years ago. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. <laughs> Matt, I have a bike that I bought in April, but I've already changed the tires <laughs> on. Here's the thing, like, I, I mean, I ride the CC bike a lot, and you go through tires, right? Like, things start to thin out, and then when I get flats, I just change it, basically. Yeah. Uh, and this one, it's so, they're thin, but I'm like, well, I'm going to wait till I have flat, and then, I mean, so I did all of training camp on that bike. Right, right. Like, I, you just know, fine. Yeah. done all this Everybody stuff. else flatted in training camp, probably, right? <laughs> and it's one of those things I'm just going to go until I get a flat on this, and then that just never happened. And so <clears> I gave him two uh, Conti 4000S tires. These are good tires. You know, swap them whenever. You yeah. Know? I said, I would I would ride this until it flats, and then I would make sure I swap them. But... Didn't I see that you did like a gravelish ride? Okay, it's... so story behind that is, uh, so I'm I'm selling this my back pedal. Uh, I'm selling all my bikes, all of them, good price, whatever. Get them out the door. Let's go. We'll get some new stuff. Contact buy some stuff from at Matt McGrath. Yeah. Uh, so someone came to. So I started to get nostalgic about about all the bikes I have, and the cyclocross bike that I have is a great bike. It's steel bike. It's very durable. You know, it's got its own issues or whatever. But I was like, I'm going to go take this one out for one more ride because there's um, two people that wanted to come look at it. I was like, this thing's gone, right? Uh, neither. So that bike's still for sale. Neither of them bought it. Well, I was expecting that you might have rode it and like one guy, the bike. <laughs> one guy like biked over to look at it. And I was like, he's not going to leave with the bike. He's just, you know, biking over to look at it. So, and then another person kind of just like, didn't have time to do it, so there's a you know, I think that bike will sell pretty quickly because it's priced for six hundred bucks. Yeah, but I was like, I want to go ride this one more time, and I had a little bit of time and uh, on Father's Day yesterday, and so I just went and did Heritage Trail, which is you know I yeah. did eight miles. Yeah, uh, but it was great. I love riding that thing. It was awesome. I mean, it was so nice. I just it made me smile. I was so happy. That's what gravel so, does. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and I ran with my oldest kiddo, also Ethan, on here nice. to show. Yep, yeah. and we did four and a half. No, we did five miles. That's the longest he's ever run. Wow. Yeah, I know. Let's and he, like, there. paces himself really well. I'm super surprised. Like, yeah. who, what 10-year-old paces themselves? Wow. But Ethan's Not also zero. way, way smarter than it's way smarter than all of us. Ten, yeah, yeah. I mean, together. Yeah. Uh, so that was awesome, and my Achilles has been feeling better. So That's good. I got to, you good. know, talk to my PT after this, but, mm -hmm. um... You know, good. I'll probably give that guy a pat on the back or something. Achilles <laughs> yeah. is feeling a little bit better, <laughs> and I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna give Ethan credit for that. I'm there. optimistic. I think I wrote that in this drop post. Dangerous optimism is dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to comment so badly. Yeah, that. yeah. So I've done a couple of little runs this week, and then my big long run was five five miles. So it's much more reasonable than when we were doing little runs in yeah. that or no runs in that ten oh. miles was the long run. <laughs> this is important to the podcast about you know. Our triathlon podcast. 
I swam in a pool for the first time. Oh, yeah. The that pool opened up, finally. The pool opened up, and I swam. And it's not really schedule. open, open, but it's it's open to master swimming and team swimming. Gotcha. So if you're a part of those two groups, you can go in at those specific times. They have lots of rules yeah. and stuff like that, but I was able to swim, which was awesome. So did that. That's refreshing. It was. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. And then I timed it with a video where it's like giving away a swim bag Sorry, swim from, bag, yeah, um, yeah. from Blue 70. So. Mm-hmm. Cool. Nice. Very cool. Lance, what have you and Sully been up to this past week? Ah, uh, yes. Me and Mr. Mustache. I, I actually had a huge week. Go go figure. But uh, it's funny because the rain at least cut some of that down. It, you would have been at 1,000 miles for the I, week. I rode 360 miles, 20 hours this week on the bike, which was oh a, a lot. So, <clears throat> But I don't know. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm feeling actually really good. So I, I don't feel too bad. The, Any you ever feel your hip at all or anything like that? No, nothing. nothing. You do jumping jacks, no problem. I do not do jumping jacks. <laughs> no, but I but I don't feel my hip at all. Yeah. So did you know, Lance? We are less than a hundred miles away from each other this year so far. Oh, seriously? We're like seventy five miles away from each other right now. Yeah, I've done almost sixty seven hundred miles this Granted, year. Granted. Most of mine are indoor, which don't count. So that's <laughs> I don't have a lot. But uh, the week started out, we actually didn't talk about it last week because uh, we recorded oh, yeah. early. We actually did a team ride-ish oh, right. um, last Sunday, a week ago, where we tried to keep the group under 10 people. We had nine people that, uh, that came, and we have a training route here in North Clark County that um, we've kind of put together that's about 50 miles and about 3,000 feet of climbing with a couple of good climbs and a couple of good sections. And that was, uh, it was so refreshing to be able to ride with some teammates and practice pace lining and hit some sections hard and, and it do and sprint for stop ahead signs and do all this stuff. So that was, I'm sure that will come up with Jake's uh, uh, back pedal because that was, his last ride. His last ride before his surgery, which will come up. But uh, the rest of the week, I actually had a couple days where I I did some very long uh, sweet spot interval training. Indoors? No. All outdoors. All outdoors. I did all my workouts outdoors. I actually haven't ridden on my trainer for, it's for sale. months. <laughs> <laughs> my trainer's for sale. Anybody going to buy a Matt's steel frame to come to the yeah. trainer? Comes, comes with Lance's trainer. So, uh, lots of fun, good stuff. The other, um, I rode with my wife several times, uh, which was great she's to get out. She's getting miles in, huh? She's getting, she's getting some miles in, too, awesome. so it's been... And did you ride any e-bikes this week? Uh, yes. Uh, um, uh, Jake and I have, uh, have collected a few e-bikes that we're going to be selling here from the lab, and so we were putting them together and testing those out, and... We, we didn't do any more anything more than just ride around the parking lot, yeah. but it's test test ride. It's just funny. Everybody that jumps on, everybody, I'm like, hey, you, you gotta you gotta try this. Just just ride up and down the parking lot. Everybody has the same reaction. Big smile. It's like, what the heck? This is awesome. That's that's what you hear. So and then it's followed up with giggling yes, and then perma smile. <laughs> it's just giggling. They're just so much fun. You, you know, it's it's amazing the way they ride. It's yeah. It's it's actually really strange because as soon as you start to pedal, 
it's like you want to increase your cadence, but then the thing already kicks up to 20 miles an hour before you even know right. what's happening. So. You're like, what? What happened? I noticed that on Father's Day, um, Eric Lagerstrom posted this video with yeah. his dad where his dad was on an e-bike, and the e-bike that they had was Argon 18. Uh, mm-hmm. And it was cool because they were just like, yep, I can go pull away from a pro triathlete yes. yep. on a hill. Yes. And he was, like, yeah. he was like, what do you, how much do you think you're pushing right now? And he's like, maybe 100 watts or something. Yeah. And, and Eric's like, I'm, I'm going about 320. <laughs> he's Just like, to, and you're pulling away from and him. And he's pulling away from him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah they, uh, they they also run with his sister, too, who actually just yeah. took her pro card this last year. So yeah. that father has two professional triathletes for kids. Yes, he does. Good, Good job. job. Yep. He deserves an e-bike. He should, he should <laughs> listen to this podcast. <laughs> that should be your license he for should. an e-bike. Because <laughs> he, uh, he might listen to it. He might listen to it. Eric mm-hmm. might? Um, well, Eric's dad. Or Eric's he's, dad. He's a cyclist yeah. mm-hmm. in the area, so. Cool. Good family. Exactly. Good genes. Nice family, too. I, I did a couple other team rides this week. Um, one, on Saturday, I met up with uh, four other teammates uh, down south of here. Um, Andy Levine and Mike Guyvan and John Hatfield. Uh-huh. And, um, I can't remember who else was on that ride. Mark Lochtiff. Mark Lochtiff and, uh, and Shabadoo. Uh, Chris Hannell. Chris Hannell was yeah. there with us. We had planned to do 100 miles. It was, we were going to, it was pouring rain though and we were all kind of doubting whether we should start but we did anyway it looked like it was only going to sprinkle for about an hour it didn't it poured rain really for hard. like four hours but Ugh. we so we only did, ended up doing like 65 miles um because we just we, lot we cut the loop out the funny thing was this was a strong group it was like pace lining with this group it was flat um I had kind of an odd experience because I rode 65 miles and and just over like three hours we averaged like 21 and a half miles an hour for this 65 miles. Jeez. I got done. I felt like I had done nothing. It was one of those days where you're on the bike and you just like don't feel the chain, or you just it's like breathing. Yep. It's yeah. just like I'm Light just on the pedals. just yeah. everything just felt right, and that's kind of now. Granted, it probably is because I didn't take too many pulls out at the front. That's smart. <laughs> it's weird. When I'm but, on a panel's wheel, it just feels like I'm not having to work that hard as long as he stays there. But the uh, at the end of the ride, I did take a couple, like, three-mile pulls because I just felt guilty that <laughs> I'm just sitting on three the Three-mile pulls, huh? I don't, I don't think Handel minds usually. I mean, he, he I honestly, on most rides, he goes, like, he is absolutely content with sitting on the He's, front and well, just hammering. Yeah. The big one was we did the seven-mile section from Silverton back to um, uh, uh, a certain area, and and Guy Van was at the front pushing 400 watts for seven miles. Oh. So I was in, like, fourth position behind Andy Levine, and Andy is, like, 6'4"? Six yeah, three. Guy. He's a big guy. He's yeah. tall. I'm sitting in his draft, and I'm we're going 28 miles an hour, yeah. and I was literally tapping my brake. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, what? I'm like, this is awesome. 
Yeah. This feels because so good. Guyman's personality is so much bigger than his frame, so it just like creates <laughs> yeah. an even bigger aero drag behind him. Yeah. <laughs> so Guyman is pushing 400 watts up here, and he did it for 20 minutes or whatever it was. That's incredible. And we're and and I'm at the back, just going, "Oh my gosh, this is so much fun!" Yeah, I'm, ready I'm, I'm, I'm ready to sprint. I'm ready to sprint. Where's Where's the end of the segment? Hit the wind. Yeah, is this is segment <laughs> because I'm ready to go. I did not go because it would have been not cool for me to go because I literally sat back there doing for 20 nights. My heart rate was like 110. It was like dumb, and you you, you just don't realize how. Because we, we've all been riding by ourselves and you yeah. forget what it's like to ride with the group. Then you get in the group and I'm like, oh my gosh, the draft is so awesome. It's glorious. Yeah. <laughs> it was glorious. So that was a lot of fun. Thanks for letting me tag along on this super fast ride. We cut it short. It's a good group, man. We're all so good. Oh, yeah. That is a strong group. And then yesterday was Father's Day and uh, most everybody was busy with Father things, but uh, I got out with uh, Tonk and Hanel and um, uh, Ian. Ian Gibson, right. the four of us. This is Tonk's last non-Father's Father's Day. Yep. Yeah. Yep. His so, very last one. <laughs> so the four of us went out and did the same dialed training route that, that uh, I think we're going to try to do every weekend. Is We're going we're gonna to try to get some people to come do it every weekend. Is this the Washuga Loop kind of thing? Or? No, it is the North County Loop. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So it goes... It's Mike yeah, except well, plus there's uh, a whole other top. We added another yeah. 20 miles to it, oh, which is okay. beautiful. We yeah. should just start going all the way up large for that. No. So <laughs> <laughs> there's plenty of work. So yes, okay, good. We're, yeah, we're there's, in agreement. Pl- there's plenty of work to be done. It's like 50 miles and like like oh. 3,000 feet of climb. Evan did the ride with us the week before. He, yeah, Evan yeah. did it. So yeah, fun, right? Yeah. 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 But. Uh, yeah, the four of us, we just we just had a blast. It was just the four of us, and we attacked a couple segments and took yeah. down some uh, records. And uh, Tonk took a big one. Tonk took that, a big that one. That Powell KOM is subtly, in my opinion, that's the hardest KOM to get in Vancouver, I think. I think that's I think Twinkie's effort of that was on was just crazy. The fact that he took that by nine seconds is... Was this the, sh- like, Powell Road? Just the, the Powell Road. Yeah. Just, just the climb portion. To the yeah. stop sign, yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, so it's, yeah, from stop sign to stop sign. Stop sign to stop okay. sign. That's yeah. a nice one. Because I didn't know that the base one is from further back. I didn't realize that that yeah. K1 is actually like an extended one from before you take that right yeah. hand yep. turn. Yeah. I yep. always assumed it was just the stop sign to stop sign. Yeah, Tonka, that as well. Yeah, so, both of them. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So we, we just had a good time just chasing things and setting each other up and sprinting for stuff. And so it was phenomenal. We Tonk, were, Tonk's just collecting stuff before he leaves. He's trying to get all the major climbs in... Clark County before he leaves. He wants to leave a legacy. Yeah. <laughs> They're going to be hard to get. We're there. also making a segment for Forest Home that maybe not too many people are going to... There may only be a couple names on that. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Let alone the, the one that Sean Martin already did, which is yeah. the 10K. The 10K. There's only four people on that one or something? Or? Yeah. 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 Yeah, five, I think. Yeah, five, five. No. five, yeah. Randy Frost just did it. Okay. Oh, did he? Like a week or two ago? Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Very Ran cool. 10K, so... Good for him. Good job, Randy. Funny thing was, on this ride, uh, we didn't even realize it, but uh, Jake was stalking us with the camera, and we didn't notice it. <laughs> he was out in his minivan taking photos of us riding oh, yesterday. Stole the wife's grocery getter. <laughs> we didn't. And we didn't. I even looked directly at the van, directly at the driver, which was Jake, and didn't realize it was Jake because I was 
so focused. A little cross-eyed. At the it's, moment. it's a pretty inconspicuous van too. It'd be hard to pick out. Yeah, hat and sunglasses helped as well. It's a all very the, good the, private inspector van. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I took the minivan here today, and no one, no one can find me. No, very stealth. Lance is very easy to spot out. But I will say that your minivan has lots of stickers on it, so it does have. He cleaned it up. Oh, okay. Well. There are magnets on the back from my wife's running group, but right, yeah. But yeah I mean, did you take those off so they didn't no. know who you were? <laughs> I figured they weren't going to notice them. So how did you? Were you like driving and taking photos, like one arm and one arm on the wheel? And well, that you, got, you only have one good arm. So. <laughs> I was about to say yeah. <laughs> that find my friends app. So I was using that. It was a little bit of a, a challenge to nail down exactly where they're at because it was lagging that day. So it was like telling me like what their last coordinate was like you know 10 minutes ago and then it wouldn't update when i was going out to find them so i ended up driving a lot farther than i should have to actually finally track them down i was telling Lance the story it's like i get to a spot and it like finally updates and it's like oh they're like seven miles this way now i'm like ah. so i finally found them and i just found a couple turnouts um went ahead of them snapped sitting in the car didn't get out of the car it just oriented the car so that the driver's window where i was sitting obviously i could roll down the window and i could get a good composition um and grab a couple photos of them so and i i they never knew it was me we didn't know and i got home i processed the picture and i posted it up on the 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 team the team Team instagram and lance is like what what how did you get these photos of us (laughs) (laughs) because we didn't notice he was there yeah it was just it was it was awesome. It was a cool surprise that he was out there doing yeah. that. Yeah, fun. Yep. So that's enough of me. I had a huge week. It was. I feel awesome, awesome. right now. So go figure. Cool. I uh, I knocked out one hour last yes. week. Yeah. One hour on an script. Hour. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's in, in my book. That's a win based on what I had expected for last week. I didn't think I was going to get any. So one hour was good. I was able to maintain my my goal for the year of over 500 hours so you were able to uh do the team ride the abbreviated team ride with us the week the day before your surgery correct that was a fun ride we had a blast nine great people went out there we hammered it had to eat a little crow on that uh chicken and waffle segment missed evan by one second on it one second (laughs) one second did did you see what we were doing I didn't get many. Ta- so I didn't get any KOM well, updates. Oh, we had. That a well, you didn't lose. Taken. No, you didn't lose anything. I didn't lose anything. You, no, we missed the chicken and waffles by. I thought uh, I lost like second. to the fire station. You, you or lost that yesterday. Oh, I lost that yesterday. Yesterday. Gotcha. It didn't give me a, a text. But then when I went and saw somebody's ride, oh, they emailed me. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> but yeah, the week before, me and Jake were scheming to take your segment. Oh, well, sorry, I remember guys. we took bets on whether or not he was going to show up. That yes, and Evan showed, showed, showed up. Showed up, for sure. That is one strong second right there. I believe that's <laughs> a tough second to overcome. I yeah. am pretty confident about well, my placing there. The problem with it is... I still don't know where Chicken and Waffles is. I, I don't know where that KLM well, is. That's good. So we'll, Ledbetter, we'll that the Ledbetter Road down there by the lake. Gotcha. Okay. You know what's yep. funny yep. is he picked up on that ride like another two or three KOMs that as you guys were like scheming to snag one of his... Uh, Yes. That was the like very random ones too, because it's like yeah, one it going uphill ones. and then one going down off yeah. some turn. I need like, to figure out. Go. The but we, we actually took those all back. <laughs> oh, you did? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but the chicken and waffles uh, one, um, I, I, it's not coming up on live on our garments. It didn't come Wahoo's. up on mine, and it did not come up on Lance's. And I think it's because they changed with the new software update that some downhill segments don't come up live. That's not downhill, though. It's not it's downhill, like a, but it starts downhill. But it finishes uphill, so I, it should be like a... 
Regardless, I, I can't think of another reason why it won't show up on our live segments because we never, we're always going blind when we're chasing it. Oh, that's because yeah. I've actually, I Googled how to hack into Strava and live segment update. Nice that work. showed me, yeah. So we, we set that up. This last week. <laughs> we set that up knowing that you had like a, a team or like a group that you were racing in when you uh, were doing that, doing that it. Van Tucky hustle, whatever. Oh, yeah. So you got I, the. I was on Mike Myers' wheel probably right. when I got that and was probably just like cycling through to take a pole. That yeah. was not yeah. me like getting yeah. away. That yeah. So we kind of let you guys turn left there, and we kind of like we're yeah. look, looking around. We went straight, so we rode up a little bit so that we could get a little bit ahead of steam coming downhill. Because because the four because I only we only pulled four people to do it. Gotcha. We floated okay. to the back and before we, we turned left. We floated to the back before the turn. So you guys all turned, went down the hill. Yeah. And we just. Kind of That's so I had no idea that that happened. <laughs> I had zero idea that that was going on. Yeah. Was that when me and David were at the front? Because I think we were just talking away and I wasn't even paying attention. It's possible. Yeah. Okay. So there was four of us in there, and we set it up, and we didn't really specify who was going to take it. No. Yeah. It was like, all right, whoever's in the, the right position based on how everybody was feeling was going to take it. And we we had it going pretty well. I mean, Handel gave us a good lead out, even though he's tiny. <laughs> he doesn't yeah. give much of a draft, but still worked. And then I think I came around him for the second pull. Or yeah. I, yeah, I think that's right. Then Lance came around. Uh, anyway, the way that it was set up, I thought that Handel was going to come around and take it. And then I'm looking, and nobody's coming around, and we're go- starting to go up to the last little pitch, yeah. and, and mm-hmm. nobody's going. I'm like, well, crap, I'm going to go. And I didn't know exactly where it finished because the road has kind of changed. I just didn't know it was that because yeah. the live segment wasn't coming up. Yeah. And there was like that moment pause where I probably lost a second or two there, and I think I let up too soon. Yeah. So. Strong second. Strong second. I will yeah. take that to the bank. I still have a game on the bank, so, <laughs> User error there for sure, but um, we'll get you. That's okay. I need to. I need to get a few more so my bank isn't completely gone. All right. So that was a great day, though. We had fun. Good workout. Kind of left it all out there, and it was kind of nice to wake up the next morning to go have surgery and have my legs be a little sore and fatigued. Yeah. So that lasted for a day or so, or at least until (laughs) they gave me the the pain meds. Uh, Went in and had surgery, and um, everything kind of went all right. I mean, it. Definitely was in pain, and it was uh, you know done arthroscopically. So I've got three big bolt holes in the they jammed all their parts and pieces in there, and they uh, took out some bone, they took out some um, bursa, they took out cleaned up some cartilage, they took out scar tissue in the joint capsule, they broke up all of the adhesions in the joint capsule, and everything kind of seemingly went as planned. I mean, I'm hoping that um, that's the you know the final straw in this hole. Saga. Do you have some numbness or anything in the area in the shoulder? Um, it's just little spots. I still have some from the axial nerve damage from the, that nerve right. being torn in there. Um, but I don't know. Everybody keeps complimenting, <clears throat> not complimenting, commenting that my shoulder looks like it's more in a natural position, that it looks fuller. And I just mm-hmm. think it's because it's small and it, you can't see all the atrophy in there. But um, I, I get to sit on this damn thing called the continuous <laughs> passive motion machine. Where I only put in one hour on the trainer this past week, I put 15 and a half hours <laughs> on the continuous passive motion machine. Mm-hmm. So, passive track, motion, yeah. 15 oh, hours. Track it, track it on training it's, beats. It's yeah. as exciting as it sounds, too. <laughs> I swear that it, that thing needs to come with some elevator music so that when you're just sitting there, it's going like super slow. You're just raising your do, 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 do. It's just going up. And it just goes back and forth and back and forth. So, long story short, I have to do that for 30 to 45 minutes a day, five times. 
That's a lot. That adds think, up, you guys. I think there's a lot of material here for like a really funny TikTok video. Maybe. You know, I think like we can have I mean, Jake I know, and like multiple... I don't know anything about TikTok. What? No, I know, I know, know a lot about it. you know what TikTok is? I know a lot about it. The, this last weekend I figured out that it's a thing. So I think that what we could do is we could like have Jake in different scenarios in his life with like just the passive range of motion machine going up and down with the elevator music in the background. <laughs> and it's like a little three second clip. It's like boom, 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 boom. Done in 15 seconds. Yeah. So, Matt's YouTube channel. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I get to do that, and then I'm at physical therapy five days a week with Evan, yeah. and then I've got my home exercises. So all things tallied up, you're looking at over 20 hours of therapy-related stuff for about three weeks. a part-time job well, shoulder. When, yeah. you, how, when do you get to quit doing five days a week with Evan? I have to go see the doc first, which would be, no, be torture yeah. just hanging out with that guy that much. It's absolutely terrible. <laughs> Along with, he'd maybe rather spend that much time with the passive range motion machine. Then he doesn't talk, at least. No. But it, it, I think it's paying dividends. I, I'm yeah, getting absolutely. better yeah. ranges of motion, and it gives you like these, it's an arbitrary number. I, I think it's supposed to equate to a percentage in mm -hmm. terms of like your joint angles and all that other stuff but I don't, it's not calibrated to that but i've been telling i've been kind of giving them like an idea of where i'm at i'm like all right hey i got up to 115 or i got up to 125 mm -hmm. i think the the highest i yeah, saw 145 this weekend did you 148, 148 so yeah okay. which gives me about it's big about eight big. eight to ten inches before i have this thing completely capped out where i've got it directly over my head so gotcha. um that's helping me so i i don't i'm not actively able to lift my arm up that but passively i'm able to get to that degree and that's, that's pretty very, good given that it's very very good been a week yeah it's, so. it's literally only been seven days as of today right yeah, yeah, it was, yeah, it was, it was Monday. Yeah, yeah. literally uh, a week ago today, I was yeah. having surgery. So, and That's I big. don't know if I mentioned this to you, Matt, but um, I was just sitting there, and all of a sudden, this guy comes around the curtain. You know, I was getting ready for my pre-op and all that other stuff. He's wearing like a little surgical cap and a face mask and all that stuff. He's like, "Hey, Jake." I'm like, "Hey." He's like, oh, it's uh, Bill Gritsky. <laughs> so oh. Bill Gritsky is a, a local cyclocross guy, and he runs the tireless fellow team. Yeah. He's an anesthesiologist, yeah. and he was my anesthesiologist that day. So it was kind of cool. He came in, and he was chit-chatting. We are talking about bikes and all kinds of stuff. And, like, the nurse kept kind of wanting to come in there. He's like, just hold on. I'm, I'm talking here. Well, you, just be a minute. You'll be fine. <laughs> but she's like, Dr. Gramstam wants to get She's nah, he'll be fine. He, he, he's, he's good. So he came Bill, in. and he, Bill's hilarious. Yeah. He's a great guy. He's so much fun. Yeah. yeah. So he came in, and we chatted for a bit. Then he came back again to say hi and he wanted somebody's phone number then he came back and and wheeled me back into the the surgery room and he's poking this god-awful thing in my neck to do a nerve block and that was kind of fun and he's kind of telling me like what to expect and then next thing you know i was waking up in recovery so and then he came back when i was in recovery and he was chatting again about bikes and how did everything go and how are you feeling and and then he called me the next morning so i think he was kind of stoked to see somebody was that's a awesome. cycling in there that's like yeah. the safest you should feel yeah. as a cyclist yeah. is that your anesthesiologist is also a cyclist yes. <laughs> so that was fun um other than all that fun stuff um i just did father's day yesterday uh, which was kind of cool did the the ride in the morning it wasn't my ride that i told you that was going to be um like my ideal father's day riding all oh, the yeah. bikes but it was just swift and then we did uh some family stuff and stocked these guys in the car and then i uh, went for a family little hike walk down there at the uh the dike down at the washugal dike and you brought a camera did yeah nice work probably took about I don't know, a couple hundred pictures. <laughs> Took the, brought the drone and bought several oh, different lenses. And, it up. Yeah. yeah I'll, I'll Every post time Jake can't get on the bike on the weekend, he takes an equivalent amount of minutes he'd ride the bicycle in photos. Yeah. <laughs> that walk, I mean, it was just over four miles. It still took us like an hour and a half. I mean, we weren't flying, but I was yeah. I was hiking with this pretty heavy backpack on my 
janky shoulder. Yeah. <laughs> so it was kind of starting to feel a little bit. But anyway, let's uh let's move forward because we've been rambling on for thirty five minutes. What we do talk about mustache <laughs> as we do. <laughs> Patreon, Patreon, Patreon. Let's spotlight somebody this week. Let's see here, da, 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 da. Scott Troutman. Scott Troutman. Scott Troutman did get out and ride a few times this week. He actually lives in Camas, Washington. Yeah. But he took a trip to uh, Bend as well, to Central Oregon. To there were some other people. Uh, apparently, Brian Floyd there. was there too, camping. Oh, okay. Huh. Yeah. Well, nice. Yeah, there was supposed to be that race this. That the Wicks weekend. were there. Yeah. Well, yeah. The, yeah. Um, and then did you see anybody else down there, or was it just you and... Um, well, Jen, Jen Cotton came with us and rode with Cassie. Uh, Mike okay. Stats rode with them, too, so I got to see Mike, which was awesome. Oh, that's nice. Good. But that's I rode good. solo, yeah. yeah. I originally messaged Curtis Felder and see if he wanted to ride, but he was doing an awesome Father's Day ride, actually. Oh, cool. So, what did yeah. Scott da- do down there? Scott did a mountain bike ride, uh, like a 13-mile, 15-mile mountain bike ride to <clears> Tumalo <throat> Falls. Yeah. Um, and then there's Lava Butte is this, like... Um, it's such a cool area. It, it lava yeah. butte is this old like lava cinder cone that has a it actually has a gravel road up to the top of it uh-huh. and he hiked it with his family first and then rode his bike up it and back down so i haven't done the gravel one before i've done the road version of that if i'm not mistaken if it's the same one i'm thinking of it's just like this twisty like spirally ride to the top and some I people put in some pretty good efforts on that thing. There's a couple of different ones. I think he did the one with the road. There's another one that's gravel. I think that's it, further south. What, I'm getting my lava buttes mixed up. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. There's, yeah, so, there, there's some cool running paths around that area. Too, yeah. yeah. So good on you, Scott, and thanks for being a Patreon. Yes, yeah. sir. For you. Yes, you. If you're interested in becoming a Patreon, you want to know what that's all about, go to the uh, Dial Podcast website, dialpodcast.com. There is right there on the landing page a uh, link that you can click through to see all the different things that we got going on. And for all of our Patreons, um, this time next week, live, we're going to pull a name out of a hat. We're going to do a raffle, a Ooh, drawing. So we'll do it live? That's going to be fun. Live? Literally out of a hat. Out of a hat. hat. Yes. Matt's so hat right now. All of our <laughs> active Patreons will get uh, an automatic entry into that, and we will pull a name out of a hat. And for this go-around, you'll win a brand-new Dialed cycling buff. A yeah. buff. I got one right here. I've actually been riding with it on yeah. quite a bit lately. Um, even though we're, uh, we're we're phasing out of this, but we might have some races coming up. And yep. one of the rules with the races is you have to have a buff when you're passing people. So I've been trying to ride with it even when get I'm used to it. not to get used to it. It sucks. But... <laughs> But no, if that's I think what we gotta do to race. I'm gonna do it. Yeah. yeah. Well, if you're on like a trail or something like that, and you're passing walkers or whatever, it's just so nice to be able to just pull it pull up. up. Yeah. Yep. So I wear mine to Costco and to uh, yep. New Seasons and <laughs> a bunch of other places too. So it's a, uh, in my opinion, it's a lot more comfortable to wear, and I think it stays on a little bit better than your typical Masks. face mask. But anyway, long story short, anybody who wants to become a Patreon between now and then will get added into that. <laughs> Matt's putting on his. Uh, that's from a mask. There you go. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, they'll get added into that that drawing that we're gonna do, and that will be live on the podcast next week. If you have any questions, reach out to us. We'll be happy to answer. And thank you again to all of our Patreons. Champ! It's Jam your turn. Bailey. Come here. Champ. Champ Bailey here. Hey champ. <laughs> I got lots of news. This is better than your hair. It's which funny that there's there. lots of news. <laughs> 
There actually the, is. Considering there's no races. There's, yeah. there's no races. There's, 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 there's lots of crazy yeah. stuff. There's people doing crazy things. A lot of news happened this week. First thing, there was an actual real road race that happened mm-hmm. yesterday. Yeah. So the Slovenian yes. National Championship okay. in Europe. And it was won by Primoz Roglic. The best name in cycling right yes. now. <laughs> Just because... Also the best name formerly in skiing. So. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Primoz Roglic. He beat uh, um, Taji Pojakar. Yeah. Po- Pojik- I don't know how you say his Pojikar. last name. I know we're both Pojikar. saying it wrong. We are, yeah. But, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so very cool that uh, there was an actual road race. I don't know how they... I don't know many details other than it actually happened and That's Roglic cool. won. I was looking for a video like stream of it and I didn't see anything yet. So. Yeah. Yeah. So, but it is the one bike race that ha- it is the like biggest news secret, we have. Secret race. Actually and all that we real. learned is that Primoz Roglic is still fast. Yes. <laughs> is that nobody in Slovenia is still faster than Primoz Roglic. Uh, lots of Eversting news this week. Yeah, because, interesting. Um, a lot of drama. Lots of people have been Eversting. Lots of people have been getting out there and doing it. Uh, of course, the big news is Lachlan Morton. So we're... We've talked about him on the podcast before. We're kind of fanboys. He's, I love Lachlan. He's yeah. amazing. He's Are you kidding me? He's, he's actually a crazy person. Yeah, like he's exactly. certifiably a crazy person. But I think that's part of the... Part of the, the mystique of Lachlan. Yes. Part of yeah. the love that we have for him. Broke yes. the record on the Coca-Belly Trail, which was mountain biking, and then he goes out in Everest, um, breaks the world record, and it was not official. Nullified. Yeah. Yep. It was he's nullified. Lot, yeah. Because he did it in like seven hours and thirty minutes, or thirty minutes, something like that, and it was nullified because um, he, he used bad GPS data, and he he was like a thousand feet off. I he think, he was like, like a, a lap off, right? So he he didn't do it. Which you know, what's interesting about that is so they announced like no, that didn't you know this attempt was disqualified. However, going forward, we're going to adjust the rules, and you can pre. Propose a route, a route that will be mm-hmm. sanctioned. Yes, and they give you a certain it's, amount of laps that you have to. So do. I think that they they get it. Like they like the fact that people are doing yeah. this. It's very popular. They want the record to be broken. Yeah. But they want to have it be like this legitimate thing where you do this thing up and down. You do it correctly, mm-hmm. and then it has the correct distance. And so I think that they're trying to reach out and be like, hey, this is the thing that you can do, and then it'll, the course will be verified, and then. Go yeah, for it. And, and go we'll try it. to be quick about verifying attempts. Mm-hmm. Right from their own Instagram page. Eversting has their own Instagram page. The this people the Hell Five. The Hell Five Hundred or whatever. They're an Australian group that yeah. do yeah. this. You should do this with the Talk did. Yeah, so, did. so so we know exactly how many loops we got to do. Yeah. This is what they said on their Instagram page. We never intended for there to be Eversting records. In fact, this whole challenge was always the opposite of racing. That said, like many of the community, we feel we are now just an excited bystander watching this whole crazy story unfold around us. Yeah. So it's not what they intended it for, but it's all we oh, got hey, right now. Yeah. Nobody so intended it's for COVID, so yeah, this is awesome. So back to Lachlan Morton. He goes out and does it. It gets nullified. Seven days later, okay, he just question. does it again. Seven yeah. days. He's yeah. a crazy person. What the heck? Yeah. He, he also, before that first attempt, had done two legit training days going into that. Like, actual, full, like, I think, what was it? It was, like, back-to-back four-hour days with, like, lots of intervals, tough stuff in there. And then just woke up, 
and asked his dad, he's like, hey, oh, do you mind handing bottles for me? Yeah. And his dad was like, sure, I'll go hand bottles for you. And he starts and then just decides, like, going for Let's it. just keep going. Let's just go for it. So <laughs> he, he goes back and does it again and breaks the record by 10 minutes. With the correct yeah. elevation. With the correct elevation. So he went seven hours and 29 minutes. Yeah. Jeez. Phil, just, did, you, did you see Phil Guyman's video? Yeah, yeah. so yeah. Phil yeah. Guyman, he goes out, breaks the record. His record gets broken immediately like after. He yeah. Before he, he can des- even get his video up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he decides, okay, I'm going to do it again. I'm going to train for two months right. so that I can do it again. Lachlan just went out and did it again. Just yeah. presses pause for a moment. <laughs> but Phil, Phil put it so well that, like, so Lachlan, outside the fact that he does not have results on the World Tour stage, I think if you talk to enough World Tour riders who know Lachlan, he he is a he's a he's one of the best climbers in the world. Right. He really is. Yeah. I think he just he took a year or two years I think away from pro cycling. Yeah. He's just not that neurotic Lance Armstrong type A person, which I think is why we love him so much. Is he's just this dude who loves to ride bicycles. Yeah. Yeah. And is really good at it. Because when he was a Conti pro when he was young, like and Phil talks about this in the video, he's like, oh yeah, he was kicking my butt when he was like. 19 yeah he's like we all knew that Lachlan was going to be maybe the best American cyclist at yeah. some point yeah it's just amazing he's Australian my bad my bad one, it, one, one of the best world <clears throat> cyclists yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah it's just amazing to me that less than seven days later he just went out and did another seven and a half right? hour but I think that's like his MO I mean like that's the kind of stuff that he yeah he does these crazy adventures well, and he there. did the UK ride, which was insane, if anybody's seen that. And I think it's right. just like... All the way across the UK. Yeah. Like, the stuff that you're like, oh, man, that is hell. And he'll just do it. Yeah. Every time. Yeah. Like, yeah. and then just do it again the next day. Like, yeah. he's just a crazy person. So... How much does he weigh? Like, 110 pounds. No, he's, he's probably he's probably 130 or yeah. One, yeah. 135. He's a very, he's very, very lean thin. guy. Yeah. yeah. He's tiny. <laughs> And he can produce watts. He, and he, he can put produce out four, watts. So, and for anybody who cares about the normalized power on it, because now I'm obsessing over these numbers as we look at this, he put out four and a half watts per kilo for that world record attempt. Jeez. Four and a half watts per kilo for seven and a half hours. <laughs> everybody do yourself a favor. Go on to Zwift, create a workout, put it four and a half watts per kilo, and I want people to comment exactly how long they can hold four and a half watts per kilo. Zero. And imagine doing Zero. it for seven and a half Zero hours. Minutes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I... I find it very interesting that their team that he's a part of, this is the Education First group, yeah. just is doing cool stuff. Yeah. And the, yeah. the thing that's interesting is that whole organization was, in, like, as it was being defined, that was part of it. Like, we're going to do cool stuff. Yeah, we're going to ride world tours. We're also going to do cool stuff. Yeah. Like, that to me is like... like Dirty Kanza. Dirty Kanza. Well, yeah, I mean, like, pretty much, yeah, Leadville was one yeah, of the original stuff. ideas. They do tons of cool... They, they've done a bunch of cool stuff. But they also rode in the Tour de France last year. Yep. So I just yep. think it's... Amazing. By far my favorite team. Yeah. So Absolutely. I'm yep. very curious to see... Alex Howes did a really cool ride this last week. Was Lance about to... Was, I was going to move was on. Was Champ about to mention that? Yeah. Okay, so, so Alex Howes did a ride <laughs> from... Speaking of EF, cool ride. Yeah, Alex yeah, Howes, yeah, the right. U.S. national champ. Did um, a ride basically from from the mountains to Kansas. He yep, went from Boulder, Boulder's home in Boulder, just yeah. jumped on a bicycle and rode to Kansas. Yeah. yeah, all flat. Anybody who's ever done that ride knows that's just some amazing mental endurance. No climbs, but a lot of mental endurance. Yeah. That that group is super interesting. It's more interesting that they started that last year yeah. with like world tour races and stuff like that, but also doing all these interesting things. And now it's like, 
No, all we have that's now. That's the cool thing now. That's all yeah. we have is interesting things. We don't have world tour races. So it's, I feel like... They're the most paid attention to team right now. There's nobody... Pay, I mean, I don't you know, know about like, that, give it a year, but... Yeah, I, I think it's super interesting what they've done, and maybe they just lucked upon this... Well, I don't know. COVID is not a lucky thing, but like yeah. they're set up to do it, to handle it correctly. Yeah. So I think they're yeah. good for U.S. cycling, too. I Absolutely. mean, they're, they're putting cycling in the, the public eye, and they're doing yeah. cool stuff. So. They're making it fun. Yep. What else you got there, champ? Uh, <clears throat> speaking of difficult feats, mm-hmm. Lane Meyer went out oh, right. and rode oh, yeah, 100,000 feet what? in one <laughs> ride. So he he Wait. more than tripled Everest. He how, climbed. He, how many hours did it take? He climbed a hundred thousand feet. Single single climb up and down. Single climb up and down. Oh my! Five hundred and eighty-five <laughs> miles. It took him sixty hours to do it. I feel like that's a really fast time. For that. Did he stop and sleep? <laughs> I do not believe he stopped and slept. Because I know I know like some of the endurance riders can do that, like ride five hundred miles or so. Well, I mean, so usually when they do the like self-supported, you know, cross-country thing, yeah. like they'll the first one they they ride straight through the night, and so they yeah. start in Oregon and they end up, you know, all the way yeah. west somewhere, Colorado, before they, you know, even take the first rest or whatever. It's yeah. crazy, super crazy. A couple of crazy things about this. That's insane. <clears throat> He's nineteen from Massachusetts. What? Excuse me. Wow. He's 19. nineteen years old. He is a cyclocross rider. He's on Cannondale's cyclocross development team, okay. and he went out and did a 60-hour ride. So, pretty crazy. Did he ride today? I don't know. <laughs> Can uh, somebody check on that he, voice? He yeah. did it he's as... Yeah. He's, he's done with it. He's so. done. <laughs> he did it as a, as a fundraiser for Black Lives Matter. Oh, that's so, cool. That's Incredible. I think I've done 60 hours in a month once, and I think I've done 100,000 feet in a month twice, I think. I have no idea. This kid did both of those what things in like a 60-hour time. Yeah, one ride in 60-hour time period. Wow. That's insane. Single ride. To bring it back to uh, locally, uh, we have a local rider, Stephen Hartzell, who is also a cyclocross rider. Um, yeah. He rode the Oregon Outback Trail, which is all the way across the state of Oregon in one go in backcountry on gravel roads. Wow. So is that south to north or east or west? South to north. He okay. started in Klamath Falls and ended up near the Dalles. So all the way from the south border to the north border. Did he get lost Oregon. at any point? I feel like it would be very easy to get lost. He did, it in, he, he did it in one go, 364 miles. <clears throat> Took wow. him 26 hours. Did it straight in 26 hours. Broke the record for it. Also as a fundraiser for Black Lives Matter. Wow. So, oh way to go, God. Stephen, and way to go. I want to give them both like a million dollars to their, I mean, to it's BLM. I just, I mean, that's incredible. That's, uh, the, I, I'm still right now a little shocked over the 100,000 feet in one effort. Right, You're right. 19 years old. 19. 19. One effort. Do world tour, I mean, if I, if I was a world tour team right now, any man. world tour team, I would be looking at that kid right now and be like, somebody sign him a contract tomorrow. Cannondale did. <laughs> yeah. EF, here I would we come. Be getting him away from cyclocross as quick as possible. <laughs> okay, hey, a little bit more about that. Um, 60 hour ride time, 72 hour total time. Okay. So he, he did. Slept. Oh, he good. Did I mean, something. I well, and also, you're descending. So there, there's, there comes a, a safe well, point where it's like, okay, you can't be descending on so the bike off the floor. There's eight eating hours. and sleeping in there, probably two, probably yeah. two naps and a. 
This segment was 1.8 kilometers long. He did it 183 times. Do you think he counted, or did he count in ten? I feel like counting one by a time, like, one at a time would be way too much. That's just... With like a six, seven hundred foot climb then? Oh, I don't know. Something like that, That's phenomenal. Champ Bailey out! Champ Bailey out. (laughs) Thanks, champ. (laughs) All right, today let's talk about our summer suggestions. Summer suggestions. Summer suggestions. I suggest you listen to this because there's not much racing going on. <laughs> so, um, yeah, just want to kind of run through a list of stuff, some possible challenges that you can look at doing, um, maybe some other places to explore, some training suggestions for racing. <laughs> Do all the ultra-endurance things now. Do them all now. <laughs> and then maybe a few things you should consider uh, putting in your garage or in your bike pack or whatever, just some uh, little little things to consider for the summer that might be kind of cool for you. Well, let's run around the table. Lance, why don't you get us started? Oh, we're starting here right with me. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, with racing all a big question, I, I actually am signed up for race that yeah. this weekend. I don't know exactly if it's a good idea to do it or not. It is a gravel race in a very rural part of Oregon. Um, they limited the field size. We have to wear neck buffs. Um, so I think if it actually goes on, I'm going to go down and see kind of what happens. So I don't know. I think it, yeah. I, I don't know. My gut feeling is it should be okay. I mean, well, it's, yeah. you don't have people flying a from all over the world. A small, yeah, yeah, state, a small. You can separate yourselves. Yeah. yeah. So, no. and I know we have to wear buffs if you're pace lining or if you're passing somebody, you have to be able to pull up your neck buff and whatnot. They're trying to keep it. Or your dialed neck buff today. Yes. <laughs> so that should be interesting. Um, I, and, and every other race has been canceled. Even I mean, this is we're still in June, and all most of our races in July have already been canceled. Hey, all um, the weeknight racing has been canceled. Yeah. Cyclocross is well, all but done. But to cancel anything in like Portland proper area, Moldova County, yes. because we're in a different phase than rural Oregon. Yeah. This yeah, is exactly. rural Oregon. I think they're in phase three right now, and they might be in phase four where they're at. And then Multnomah County just entered phase one, I think, last week. Yeah, if I remember right. Mm. So yeah. we can't do anything around here. Um, yeah. That being said, uh, get used to riding with a neck buff yeah. on in heat. So. Yeah. I guess that's my summer suggestion. suggestion number one. You've got to wait until there's a single line pace line. you got to attack wide, buff up, buff down, go. So yes, go. yesterday... Got to gap quick. <laughs> that's, you know, I was doing this, this team ride, just the four of us, and I tried to pull up my buff and ride with it on kind of as much as I could um, just to practice having it on. The day before, when I rode with uh, the other guys in the pouring rain, I did the same thing. When it was pouring rain, I could not breathe through the buff. Wow. Okay. It was much more difficult yeah, to breathe through the rough when it was right soaking yeah. wet. I'm like, oh, this is this is not good. So, that's like so maybe to breathe it's raining for your race. Can it? Do any of Don't. you guys have allergies? Absolutely. Seasonal allergies? Absolutely. Evan didn't until he rode in Bend. <laughs> oh, no. I have some serious problems with trying to breathe in a master's from... Yeah, would, like, a, I mean, would a buff help that though with all the pot in, or pot all the pot in here <laughs> pollen and cottonwood <laughs> there's the cottonwood stuff right now is kind of blowing this like nuts <laughs> yeah and the pot just floating through there yeah. no does do you think that that's going to help or are those 
a big enough particulate that they're not going to come through the buff? And maybe uh, probably. I mean, like for, for for the cottonwood, I think it would help. Uh, and then the problem was that was really really fine. So I'd imagine as I'm like sucking on the buff, you're probably just going to be getting quite a bit just through the mask. But gotcha. Yeah, I mean that's not a, a terrible idea, especially I've seen guys in gravel rate like uh kanza i know a lot of guys will wear buffs in kanza yeah. and they'll bring them up but it gets really like every time it was dusty i yeah went in a gravel race i wear a buff i just have it around my neck but mm -hmm. when we're if i'm in a pace line and i'm oh, like you're going eighth, hard yeah and we're going hard and it's kicking up dust right. man i just pull that thing up well it's like it's dust. like I've, I've been talking to a lot of my runners too um i ran with a mask what was this two years ago when we had the fires in Washington and oh, it was yeah. literally raining ash one day? Yes. Yeah. Actually, not physically. <laughs> it was actually raining ash. I remember that day I had a race that upcoming weekend, so I actually wore the buff because I was really scared of like, oh god, I'm gonna be like breathing in ash. Yeah. I remember that was a four mile run. My heart rate hit about one seventy five going eight minute pace. Yeah. yeah. I'm not able to breathe through the mask, and I actually have a SpO two monitor. Took it when I got home, and I was at ninety two. I generally run at ninety nine. Wow. So it is not healthy to be doing that. I mean, if you're if you're going to be going hard, you got to make sure you're moving that bus so you can breathe for a second and put it back up when you get into your groups. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Gotcha. Uh, all right, Evan, let's move on to you. Um, summer suggestions. Summer suggestions. Oh, I just started wearing sunscreen. You should probably make yeah, sure that you wear sunscreen. Yeah, I remember on the podcast. This, is, this was going to be my suggestion, yeah. too. It's like on the podcast you used to say, like, yeah, I don't really okay. wear sunscreen. I've, I've, I've worn it much more frequently as I've gotten older. But I did I did realize that being at altitude, you are – so if you're going and visiting Bend, so everybody, everybody around here, everybody should uh, – like probably already knows this. This is just news to me. Obviously, at altitude, you're going to get way more sunburn. Yeah. I think Bend is 4,000 feet. Yeah, yeah, it's like, yep. and then if you're going on some of those rides, like let's say you're doing Mackenzie Pass or Bachelors, yeah, route, you can get up to six, seven thousand yep. feet there. So, yeah, you're gonna get sunburned. Yeah, cool. nice strong tan line. I got mine over here. Lance, <laughs> Lance is double layered. Mine is mine's pretty consistent, right on one spot. So Jersey links. Yeah. yeah. So my suggestion was sunscreen too, and one of the things that I think is tricky is sunscreen applying sunscreen and not having it drift into your eyes yeah, when you sweat because if that happens the sweat proof is, is just an absolute lie yeah. yeah yeah they're so wrong with that so sweat do proof. you guys not apply sunscreen above the glass line right like so no, I don't even put it on my face. Oh. I put it on my face. I just don't go above there because I'm always right. wearing a skull cap. So That's what I, I do too. I go below the glass level basically. But yeah. Huh. What you got, Matt? Um. <laughs> I think that people should be looking at getting in the water, some open water swimming. That's what I think people should do. This is a triathlon podcast. That's terrible. It is. It is. Uh, <laughs> and let me tell you, man, water. It's a lot of fun swimming open water. I know, it right? Is. It's, yeah. yeah. It's better social distancing-wise because lakes are big. And yep. also, they're just it's more fun. Like, I, I've never, unless I was swimming with Matt and having fun with Matt, I've never gotten out of, out of a pool and been like, man, that was a good oh, experience. Lots. That yeah. was so much yeah. fun. But every single time I swim open water, I'm like, that's kind of cool. <laughs> It's awesome. You're like it's swimming through a lake. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. So. Especially in this region, you can like, there's some lakes you can look up and like see a mountain. So yeah. still talking. There are many regions in the world. Still talking like, about swimming. See a mountain. I know. Well, you should have swimmed this lake. Yeah. Should I turn off their mics? Oh, also, I need to talk to you, Matt, about this real quick while I'm doing travel and takeover. <laughs> oh, that's much better right there. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, we need to try and um, uh, we need to try and bring Erica Lagerstrom on. Okay. I actually have somebody who mentioned it to me. He's like, oh, yeah, sure, I'd go on the podcast. I may have just been in passing, but I would love to actually sure. bring him on. That would be cool. Yeah. Yeah. That would be awesome. We'll do it. Cool. Mm -hmm. I'm going to pass on the swimming, though, Matt. I don't know if I can swim anyway. So oh, yeah. Just well, I mean, you could put your feet in the water. You could maybe, float. yeah. Have a little sparkling water with your feet in the water. 
Yeah. Do you still have that set board out there? Yeah. That yeah. was one of my next suggestions. Maybe. Maybe I can build that into my rehab protocol when it's, appro- when it's appropriate. Absolutely. Build up some strength. Awesome. Yeah. So. Subboarding is more fun. We should do it this week. Blow off work. Let's do it. I can't I'm do it yet. Blow off work. <laughs> You're the one that can't <laughs> blow off work. Um, one of my suggestions is um, going to be you spending a little bit of money. I think it's worth it, though. I think that you need to, if you haven't done yet, go out and buy yourself some tubeless tires and convert your road yes. bike over to tubeless tires. Too many people are still running tubes, and they're getting flats, and that's no way to spend a summer, man. You shouldn't be standing on the yeah. side of the road in the scorching heat changing out tubes when you can go with a tubeless setup that is just glorious. On our rainy ride on Saturday, there were five of us. Yep. Four of us had tubeless tires. One didn't. Guess who flatted? Lance. <laughs> <laughs> the one guy without tubeless tires. Who was it? But it was Guy Van. He didn't Come on, run. Mike. I thought he was running. You're better he, than that, he was, Mike. We, he was on his moots, and I, I think okay. the wheels on his moots weren't... Uh, his, He's his got rear, some Envy wheels on there. Those should be yeah. tubeless compatible. Yeah, yeah, he just hasn't switched or... Yeah, I used to run in rim brakes, too. But that was, like, he bought that bike. That, That's a beautiful that bike. That was a beautiful. conscious decision, though. I think that he chose his No, he got, rim break, he, he got the rim brake before, like, the disc brakes became in vogue. Yeah, yeah. So. it's still a great bike. Yeah. 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 His rear derailleur also broke, so we did the last 20 miles of the ride with one gear. Yeah, you know where he brought that? <laughs> yes. Did he bring it here? He came here on his way home from the ride, and I switched out for him. Okay. I, was it, the cable was bad, right? Yeah, okay. it, it, it snapped up it in, the, snapped. in the shifter. Yeah. So. I was assuming that he just shifted under pressure, and just the he, derailleur hanger couldn't take it, and just ripped it off. That's what happened. It was a sprint. Oh, really? He was, we were sprinting for something, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden he's like... Cable snapped. Yeah. It won't shift anymore to pull over, and I'm like, you pulled the... It broke in the shifter and it looked like it had um, frayed a little bit yeah. to begin with. I can't think say I've ever had that problem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say so, but yeah, going back to my point though, this is the time of year where um, you've got some extra daylight and you probably can you know go still get it done after work and still go jump on your bike after work and get yourself acclimated to riding a tubeless. It's not a terribly difficult thing. A lot of the more common wheels that are coming out now are probably going to come to you already taped up. You just need to put a tubeless valve stem in there, a mm-hmm. little bit of sealant, pop them on there. Do we know if my DT Swisses are tubeless compatible? Yes. I think they are. Yeah. Yes, they are. I didn't do that. So that's, uh, oh, yeah, you're, you're still running tubes, huh? I still am running tubes. You yes. might want to consider doing that early this week p- ahead of the, the Everesting Challenge. Yeah, make a lot of changes right before Everest. <laughs> <laughs> I think that that's a good change to make. Like I can, I can now? probably, if I have the time, I can bring the bike in tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, I need to, to switch over that 32 cassette, too. Yeah. Before Friday. That's 33. What we're about. Yeah. 33, my bad, yes. Yep. How about some challenges for the summer? You guys have any challenges up your sleeve? Do a solo Ironman. Matt? Triathlon takeover. Watch, Here we go. watch Evan do a solo Ironman. You other are going to do that, though. There's going to be quite I'm a few other people. And, and there's some people who want to do halves. A couple yeah, of the kids are going to do the shorter race, which is going to. I'm more excited to watch the kids do the short race because that's going to be fun. You'll be watching while. Oh, I will doing. be. I will be actively just watching. Yeah, now, will watching. they be starting at the same time, or are they going to just do? My plan is to do like a stu- like a, a staggered sta- start. staggered start, and then um, just look at their times. The kids, there's probably only going to be a couple doing them. We can start right. them together because they've been swimming together sure. already. So. And they'll just naturally separate a bit on the swim. But, yeah, gotcha. uh, the, all the adults doing it, we're going to start uh, separate times. What, which day do you have? We, 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 we need to kind of look at the schedule. Sometime uh, in August? That was my plan is early August. Yeah. 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 How about you, Matt? Um, yeah, I think that, you know, 
now could be a time to potentially sell your bike. The bike market is crazy hot right now. It really Put is. any bike up, people are knocking down your doors to take it off your hands. So, uh, if you need to sell a bike, if you have you know a shed full of bikes, Lance, I don't know how many you got. I have more more than one. It might be might be worth considering throwing some. <laughs> I just bought on. an old Town Cruiser actually. Did you really? Yeah, a really old retro one. Yeah. But you also have a couple bikes that are. Well, old, we right? didn't really buy it. Charms. Uh, that just gave it to us. Specialized, but you're not going to get rid of that. You're no, that no, that, that that crux I'm riding forever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think it's never going to. But yeah, I don't think Jake actually keeps any bikes around. He can. He's trying to ride bikes, and people are trying to steal them from underneath him. So. I think I think Jake owns technically like like bikes that he's actually riding at this moment. Is like one. He always yeah, it's like one yeah. bike. But Lance, you could probably sell some bikes. And I, I have some bikes. And I got why do you still tri- bikes don't you sell triathlon bikes? I have a uh, time trial bike. Uh, you still need one just in case you do stage races. Yeah. Or, yeah. yeah. Maybe. Which is too small for me. Yeah. I can. Yeah, there's. Yeah. Last the last time trial. It's that too I small for you. You should probably sell it. Yeah. Sell it to Tonk. Tonk is a time trial bike. No, he doesn't. Yeah, he does. True <laughs> <laughs> <Two> climber. <laughs> I've got one. Got a little challenge for you guys. I did this probably four or five years ago. Uh And um, I did it because it was after my my stepdad had passed away from cancer. And I just kind of wanted to do something that I thought was kind of neat, something to kind of honor him. But it was just a thankful thing. And I started in August. And if you want to do this with me, you can start with me on August 18th. It's 100 100 days of writing, consecutive days of writing. And the 100th day lands on Thanksgiving. So that would be the 100th ride in a row. And I did this a couple years ago, and it was actually quite cool. Um, I think my minimum that I said that I had to ride was an hour or 10 miles. Um, It was one or the other. Um, Because sometimes you jump on the mountain bike and you can go ride, but you're just not covering as much mileage. But it's uh, a minimum of an hour each time. So I want to do this again this year. And it's... It's not really that difficult. There are going to be days in there where you simply want to just say, mm, not today. But you're like, all right, I'm, I'm going to do this. Yeah. You're committed. And it kind of holds your feet to the fire. You get out there and get it done. So um, that's, that's something show. to consider. And it's, you know, the summer still kind of falls into the summer time yeah. start. And, it's a good uh, habit building. Yeah. Thing to do, definitely. Yeah, it was fun. Um, I, I did that. I did count trainer rides on it though, so it doesn't necessarily have to be outside. But again, okay. the the caveat is is it needs to be at least an hour. So Lance is like, nah, I'm doing outside. That. Do I that. love that. Running, Lance probably pretty close to that. Yeah. So maybe you triathletes could uh, log an hour of some sort of activity. But if you're interested in doing it, I will do it this year starting on August 18th, 100 days, and we'll go from there. I'm hoping that my shoulder will be snapped back into uh like the ability to place place (laughs) and able to do that but um yeah it should be fun optimistic i think absolutely yeah so any other challenges anything else that you guys want to throw out there for maybe the folk who can't do this whole everesting thing what about like 10k of climbing instead of everesting yeah i think we've all done 10k of climbing yeah that's actually 10k is a big threshold it's a still it's a big challenge right i mean yeah uh we did that prune hill 10k and i think that took us Six hours in one year. I uh, did. Yeah, we got it drilled down to, I think, 54 miles, but it was still taking five and a half to six hours just because it's so much climbing. So ten, 10K is tough. Like, I mean, ten, 10K is you're going to be riding for at least three hours. Yeah. At the least, unless you are Lachlan Morton. That is the only person who will be riding less than that for three hours. And that's still yeah. flying at that that amount of time. So. Yeah. So anyway, I think that that's a nice kind of number to go after yeah. in summer, and it's not... It's not unrealistic like Everesting. Yeah. Uh, or to get your first century in. If you're just talking about just ride volume two, let's say you yeah, went to state. Yeah, I agree state. with that. 
Yeah. Like, just, or if you are living in Northwest Ohio, where highway overpasses are the only elevation yeah. you can get. Yeah. 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 I think a century ride for a lot of people is a great goal because mm-hmm. you can train for it. Yep. You can build up your mileage and you can, you know, accomplish it on some specific date. So I think that's yeah. a great, yeah. great goal. Yeah. It's just any mileage for that matter. For some, especially, mm-hmm. there's so many new people in the cycling world right now that maybe like 10 yeah. miles is like, oh my gosh, that was a huge obstacle for me yeah. to overcome. Yeah. So maybe just for that person to hit 30 or 50. Just yeah, some sort of a metric century. A lot of metric, metric century is a good spot yeah. to start too. So put those things on your calendar. I'd be curious to see um, if people would be willing to share those with us if they want to post. That'd be cool. Yeah. To uh, you know some of our stuff on maybe we'll come up with a thread on the, the podcast for um, mm-hmm. uh, Facebook if you will that people can post like their Strava feed maybe a, a picture or something like that. Yeah. That'd be kind of neat to see. Um, That'd be very cool. What other challenges? Have you guys ever done like multiple centuries in a week? Yes. Yeah. How many? Ooh. Yeah, what's, what's, I what's the most centuries you've ever done in a week of Lance first? I feel like Lance is... I, mine's only like two, I think. Really? Yeah. Well, like Jake? I don't think I've done multiple centuries in a week. I've really? done... Yeah. No. Oh, uh, you did 200 in one day. I've so. done 206 yeah. <laughs> a couple I'll times. I'll two for the 200 one okay. day, yeah. There was... I don't think we've ever done multiple centuries on the the team training camp. We've no. done close to it. I know that we've done like 110 miles, and I think in that same week we did something like 80 or 90 miles, but that's not a century. Yeah. yeah so. okay. I had a week where I did three in one week. That's good. That was when I did uh, that 44-hour training week when I was really stupid and 20, yeah. 22 or 23 years old, that's I think. A lot of training. Yeah. I think I ended up riding like 30 hours that week, ran 60 can change, and swam 20K or something I'm gonna like I'm going to put that on my list. To do, yeah. do two centuries good, yeah. at least in one week. I that's think that, that's good a good one. If you're a good experienced cyclist who's done multiple centuries, sure. Past, like, just stack them in one week. Yeah. yeah. When does Multnomah Falls open up again? Because that Bridge of the Gods loop is spectacular you for doing a century. Sorry. Somebody rode there yesterday. Now, was it still closed and I they don't were poaching? Know. Or? It was like pre dawn when they rode there. Uh, was it closed? Well, has, is it closed for COVID reasons or for other yes. reasons? Okay, I mean. No. I would think it, now it's that to Mul- keep people out of the parking lots. What county is that technically? It's still in Multnomah County. So now that they're in phase one, maybe do they open that up? In maybe. Phase one? Maybe. I'm not sure. I just know there there was a group of guys that did a 250 mile ride yesterday, and they started in Portland and 250 miles. Yeah. Wow. There, yeah, <laughs> like 20 hours or something like that. People are going crazy without races. This is why the race schedule is actually <laughs> yeah, crazy because right? it limits your insanity to like a 56 mile road race, which is. A <laughs> But yeah, they and they rode, and I saw that they went down past Crown Point, and I'm wondering either because there's been a there's been a a forest service or a cop been sitting at that intersection for the last three months, not letting anybody bike down, drive down, walk down from the top of where the women's forum is down to Crown Point. But yesterday, I saw their route went right down there. So. Huh. Were they wearing buffs and asked really nicely? <laughs> I don't. They were all on like adventure bikes, you know, like uh, gravel rigs. Gotcha, gotcha. With, this with is full Crown bags. Point down. Crown Point down towards Multnomah Falls. Yeah. 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 What other kind of challenge can our listeners maybe kick around the idea of doing? What would yeah, you guys? Triathlon one. Yeah, we get, all, I was gonna say <laughs> just ride every day. Try a triathlon. Well, I just I just had a friend of mine who, who I've raised who just tried to PR his 10k, which I think if you are right, a triathlete cool. is like we just talked about a ton of ultra distance things, which are awesome. But like this is also a fun year to really hone in on like Speed. one thing if you're a triathlete. Yeah, like say like hey, I want to be able to do an open water 
1500 meter PR. Like, and right. I'm going to map it out open water and I'm going to do it. Or I'm going to go with some friends and I'm going to 5k PR. I'm going to 10k PR. I'm going to mile PR, which is kind of a more digestible goal than be like, I'm going to go run 200 miles through the Oregon woods. That's fun, but like, it's kind of like Everesting. It's like, okay, you have to take a week off work then. Yeah. And you're going to be dead for a week afterwards. Right. So, yeah. And there's a chance you may get lost in the woods and nobody's going to find you. So those are all fun. <laughs> but, like, I feel like some of these challenges, like like that south to north ride on yeah, gravel, yeah. like, that's a blast. But there's a lot of risk with that. I mean, there's there's a ton of things that can go yes. wrong there. Yeah. Where did he put his – what the car situation? Somebody just drop him off down south? Somebody dropped him off and picked yeah, him up in, okay. in the Dallas. It's a long drive for that person who <laughs> dropped him off. Yeah. How long is that drive down there? It to Klamath Falls. Yeah, like how long of a drive is Oregon Four hours? to South? Yeah, probably more than that. Five, right. yeah. something like that. It's like an hour and a half past Bend. Because Oregon's like east to west is like seven hours, right? Six. Six. Okay, it's a big mm. state. It's not a small state. Six if you start at the coast. Five if yeah. 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 Okay. It's a big state. It's a big state. Any yeah, other band. challenges from you guys? Start a YouTube channel, people. Start yeah, a YouTube. Yeah. All right. Time to do it, TikTok man. Yep. Are there channels still on TikTok? Uh, Are there channels? Nope. nope. How about okay. some? How about some things to explore? Things to check out this TikTok. summer? No, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> Places to explore. I know. Windy Ridge. You're talking about it, yeah. Wait, Mount about St. About Helens that. is awesome. Just check out Ben. Yeah, that's where you were. Check out Ben. Ben's yes. Griffiths. Check out. I'd, when it's hot and you go up above six thousand feet somewhere. Dude, that's just during the summer above six thousand feet is primo. You yeah. can find that in Idaho. You can find that in Colorado. You can find yeah. that in a few places in Montana. Um, those are cool spots to. If anybody check out. wants it's to hot. do a really cool little region to check out, uh, do a ride from Cresta Butte to Boulder Strait. There was a triathlete man who just did that, Sam Long, we've talked about on this podcast. He did it on his TT bike. He did it on his TT bike. Bring this back to travel. Make sure you're bringing gravel bike for that. What is happening? I don't know. I think they're having withdrawals from Kona not happening this year. That's going to be a hard one. We are. When we take over the podcast, it's going to be a hard one. It's going to be very hard. We're not going to have a race. Well, we just pretend like Kona's happening and be like, okay, who are the predictions this week? We can do our predictions. Go and ease with racing. We can point to the fact that... Any other things that you might want to suggest folks look into purchasing this summer? Purchasing. Um, it's kind of a tough time to buy a new bike. I mean, there, well, I, many yeah, bikes up there. unless you you're sell bike, unless you, you have the means to get something that's a little bit more high end, because there are those out there. But the the bikes under the two thousand dollar mark are just gone. Yeah, snapped up. Yeah, so go to the used bike market. Just like Matt was saying, they're they're out there. Yep. Get an e bike. Honestly, yeah, get an e-bike. Not a bad idea. I still think that people need to... There's a lot of new people that are out there riding. Um, Maybe you're listening to this and you're new and you're kind of wanting some little, you know, tips and tricks and suggestions and who doesn't love a good accessory. Go buy the Garmin Radar. They've got the new uh, RL 515. Yes, correct. It's uh, Bluetooth compatible now, which is kind of cool, so it'll work with your phone so you don't actually have to buy the the, the head unit from Garmin. Yeah. Um, those things, I still swear by them because, you know, it's so nice to know when a car's coming. We talk about this. We've talked about it a myriad of times, and I really wish that every cyclist would use them because you know when they're coming, you know that you need to get as far over to the right as you possibly can, and I think that cyclists are going to be safer, and I think that motors 
kind of appreciate that. So it's kind of us playing nice with each other. I would say if you're new to cycling, potentially get a saddlebag and get the tools and things that you need in there just because you do need to be able to change your tire. Yep. Um, for flats, you might want a couple other little things like a couple bucks in case you need to stop somewhere and pick something up or, um, you know, other things, tool, like a little multi-tool or something like that. So I think those things are nice to have yep. on you on the bike. Uh, and you can put it in your pockets, or you can put it in a little saddlebag, and it'll just be there. Sure. Yeah. What else? Any, any other purchases? I like the e-bike. E-bike purchase. <laughs> <laughs> I think a sun one, but having a hand pump is really nice. I agree. Because everybody on these long endurance rides, there's a good chance you're going to run out of CO2 at some point. You can well, only carry so many CO2 cartridges I love, I love being the guy on the group ride that's like, God, they're like, pump. you can use your CO2, that's fine, but like, I got this hand pump if you want to save. Yeah. Two dollars, right? Yeah. Has anybody turned down a hand? No. no. Like every single time, you're like, People "Hey, are... who's got the hand pump?" And as soon as you hit him the hand pump, it's awesome. Yeah. yeah. I turn I it down that. almost every time. <laughs> you CO two instead. Yeah, I'll go to the hand pump if I need to. I don't want to spend. I don't want to spend five to ten minutes pumping up my tire. I want to hit it with air, be done in five seconds, and get on with the ride. I bet I can pump up a tire. Ooh, that would be a good little contest for us to do. Evan, I can do. Can I can do ten tires to your one. Yeah, not ten. ten. Not no, ten. no, not ten. There's I no can inflate way. ten tires to your one. You want? No. I we will do this. Oh, we're gonna do this now. We're gonna do this now. Yeah, I'm just gonna or, hit him with, oh, CO2. with the CO2. I thought you meant with a hand pump. I'm like, I am slow, but I'm not that. No, slow. with the CO2. Yeah, <laughs> with the CO2. Okay, but what would be the PSI we got to get to? Yeah, 80, I don't care. 80, not 90. We'll go to 60. I'll still smoke 60? you. 60? Yeah. Okay, so you think you can get ten to my one and sixty? Start yeah. at zero for each one. You have ten wheels lined up. Flat. This is gonna be fun. And I'll have CO2s for each one of them. Okay. I'm going to waste 20 bucks doing this. <laughs> but I'll That's crush you. Bet. 20 yeah. bucks. I'll crush. Does anybody want to be our patron for this contest? You just <laughs> it's a $20 bet, guys. Okay. You heard it, you heard it I think I'm in. I think, I'll I even think beat you with my jacked up honky shoulder oh, here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think it's we, have, we have it's to do this in the next, like, two weeks while he's still, you know, not, not, not back to full strength. Okay. Oh, all right. Because, oh, God, i got to do the math on that. Okay, yeah, I'm about to practice. I'm about to practice, yeah. I'm going all out. Yeah, it's absolutely all out. The problem with the hand pumps is it's very short. Oh, yeah. You know, like, yeah. You have to have the best hand pump. You're getting, There's... like, a quarter of a PSI, a pound of... I'm going to no. train with a shake weight for at least a month going into this. Okay. <laughs> Matt, I expect to see this <laughs> on your channel. I think I have a good hand pump that's, like, big, so you can get some volume in there. Matt, this oh, will be no your best cheating. YouTube video ever. No, no lead outs. And it's got a cord, so you're, you can really work there it. There you go, okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to leave compressor attached to the hand pump. Must use own equipment. Thing. I do. I have. I have, Cassie has two hand pumps, and we both take uh, them now. Yeah, <laughs> I take an emergency CO two just in case. Hey, real quick, do you any of you guys ever use the U.S. Forestry Services, um, like kind of their mapping, just to kind of look at like service roads and and whatnot for maybe some route planning on a, uh, a gravel adventure? I have not done that. I've only used Drive with GPS or Strava. I suppose they they would probably integrate those in there. Yeah. Um. I I want to start doing more of that. I, I'm still like. I'm still like reeling from that gravel ride that we did. Like yes. when it was like a week or two before I had my surgery. Like I want to go back out and do that again, but I want to do more of that kind of stuff. That was such a fun day on the bike and I want to go do it again where I'm not in pain the whole time. So I, I'm just trying to think of like, what's the best resource there? Is it Strava? Is it ride with GPS or is it us forestry services to see where they're at and then go map something out on Strava? I don't know the answer there because I've only used ride with GPS or our mother, the mountain for gotcha local things. Gotcha. I think somebody did that that Walshugal loop or that um, that 
gravel ride that we did because I got an uh-oh email from some guy that yes. did it in Portland. I don't know who he was, but um, uh, a guy named Sean Corey went out yesterday. Yeah, yeah, and sounds right. Went out and did uh, a big chunk of the loop that we, we did. did. Yeah, yeah. Looked like he had fun. He, yeah, he had <clears> fun. And and um, like a week after that, somebody had seen our ride and and took three or four friends and went out and did the same route. Oh, that really? We did. Yeah. Good. Yeah, somebody that followed me, so that was cool too. Good route. Yeah. Good route. All right, anything else that you guys want to toss out there to folks for summer? Things that they might want to consider doing or buying or crushing or stuff? I, when I think about summer and I think about the heat and your your body's water needs change in the heat, and this seems like a ridiculous thing to bring up, but you have to drink more water if it's warmer out. So I have buried myself deep in a hole more than once because I was trying to conserve the water that I had on a hot ride, yeah, and that has come back to haunt me more yeah, a couple times. Gotcha. So make sure you do that. Yeah, look into things like um, I know we were just talking about this before the before the podcast, right? Mar, uh, Martin, Martin, yeah, however you want to pronounce it. The gels. Yeah, well, but they they also have a drink mix too. Yeah, very expensive, but they do have deals throughout the year. Wait for a deal and actually try that. I, I do realize with it's it's such a dense sugary sort of dose that as you're losing those glycogen stores more and more in heat because it takes more energy to ride in heat, you're you're gonna need to eat a little bit more and you're gonna need to drink a little bit more. And if you can combine those two together, that makes your life a little bit easier than having to carry a ton more nutrition or a ton more water on you. So last year in June, I did the Boise Grand Fondo. It was like eighty miles, and it ended up. At the start, it was 90 degrees, and at the finish, it was 98. Oofed. And it was 80 miles, and by mile 60, for me, I was cramping so bad that I could not pedal the bike yeah. anymore. And and I had I had taken in like six bottles, but I needed 12. Oof. <laughs> yeah. It was not enough. I just did not take enough stuff in because... Yeah, six over... What was that, probably seven or eight hours of riding? No, it was five because we were going five. fast. Yeah. Okay. But, but still, it was yeah. I it was way under... Energy I put on yeah. gravel is going to be way more, too. Yeah. yeah. It was yeah. rough. How about scratching that competitive bitch? How do you guys feel about everything going on in Strava Land right now with people going out and hammering sections, but there seems to be a lot of teamwork going into some of these segments, I, I maybe? I love it. <laughs> we we have no competition, so we're all chasing segments on. I'm just waiting for Tonk to move so then I can plan out when I go after all of his effort ones, which are going to take a monster after each one. So you could do a team effort or just wait until the people you're chasing have done their efforts and then you know what you got to shoot for. Yeah, so. That's true. <laughs> now, we have... We, we've talked about this in the podcast before. We do have a segment called the Washougal Triple Crown, which I believe right. Sean Martin made. Um, and that has been... That Gosh, he's he, got some good stuff. Yeah. He, yeah, he's made some of my most He made that one... Ones. A couple of years ago. Probably about two and a half, three years ago. I know it was before I had my accident, and I remember going out there and doing it. And at one point in time, I think I, I had the KOM on it, and now I'm barely hanging on to the top ten. Yeah, um, all these people come over from Portland. Yeah. It's always Portlanders. Yeah. Well, does Jordan have it right now? No, it was. He had it for a little bit. Jordan had it for a bit. Guy had it for a bit. And Tonk just took it this. Tonk just took it this yeah. week on Friday. On Friday. Mm-hmm. So, um, creating routes that kind of have a, a race format to them. How do you guys feel about that? Do you think that's safe? Do you guys think that that's a, a productive way to scratch that competitive itch? I love that. Yeah, I love it. 
I think it's solid. I mean, I, the thing that worries me is... It's the segment safety, but... Yeah, yeah safety. Mm -hmm. I mean, are you turning a lot of right turns? Are you yeah. turning left through traffic? You know, there's things like that that I would be worried about descending. Yep. Um, Intersections and descending are definitely the top two issues mm -hmm. there. So, it depends on what how, the, how people are building their yeah, segments, Just I guess. build them smartly, and I think it is a good way to scratch that competitive edge. <coughs> I think that that's uh, a lot of fun to do. Yeah. It's nice when there's a little bit of variety, not so much crazy steep climbing for some of us bigger guys yeah. so that we can contend. Oh, yeah, the safest KOMs are the ones that go straight uphill and end at a dead end. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that would... Uh, Basically, living so large are your two best options. Right. <laughs> that would be something that I would suggest to folks, uh, no matter where you live. I think that you could probably come up with something that's somewhat safe. Um, it's always kind of nice when you're doing it counterclockwise because that really allows you to make right-hand turns at yeah. stop lights and stop signs, which mm -hmm. kind of lessens the, you know, having to deal with traffic. Um, and then make something in an area that's not going to be heavily populated or densely populated with tons and tons of traffic. Um, put all those little key ingredients together and maybe challenge your friends. I think you can even yeah, challenge your friends on Strava too. You can like send them the link and say, hey, mm -hmm. it's on like Donkey Kong. Let's go race. Yeah. So yeah, that's uh, one other thing that I think that people like can do to virtual race than actually virtual racing. Yeah, yeah. for sure. And, and if not, out there, people. Yeah. yeah. If yeah. nothing else, go find a, a, a big segment that's or even a little one and, and try and best your PR. Mm -hmm. That's a good exactly. way to kind of go out there and train. Good, good training it's effects. It's going to be like a well. heyday of like, like gravel KOMs too. Just as traffic gets bigger and bigger in big cities, like you, you know that like gravel segments become kind of a thing to go to now. Yeah. yeah. What's funny, the, the, the KOM that we lost yesterday on the gravel ride um, that Jake and I we, I think we had tied on a KOM I don't on even a know gravel ride, but, yeah. but not many people had done it, and we had stopped for like four minutes. <laughs> exactly. And then, so the guy who just rode through it actually got the yeah. KOM because we had stopped, and we didn't even know it was a yeah. segment, but uh, yeah, stuff like that, uh, getting these gravel roads out there and, and having segments on those, and just, that's so much safer. Yeah. 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 Gotcha. All right, I think that's enough of that. How about one last thing? Matt, one last thing, buddy. I always have a YouTube video for you guys to watch. I uh -huh. love it. This week, I think it's um, swimming-related, but you can win this swim bag. It could be a bike bag. It's a swim bag, but it could be a bike bag. Could it be a <laughs> run bag, though? And, yeah, but mostly... <laughs> probably not run bag. Probably it could not be a cycling bag. bag, or it could be a, uh, a swim bag. And okay, it's from Blue 70, which is a super cool company. They're up in Seattle. And it's nice because it has like like a wet compartment and uh, all these different things. So if, if you sweat a lot like Lance, you might need a bag yes. like this. Uh, but all you have to do is go watch the video and comment on it. And uh, Blue 70 is going to send it out to anywhere in the U.S. So go check it out. Cool. And I'll try and find something more cycling related next week. Want to give us that YouTube channel one more time? YouTube.com slash M. Legrand. Or you can search for Matt Legrand and choose wisely. <laughs> Choose the pop star. The pop star. Choose or the me. pop star. <laughs> Evan, one last thing. Uh, this Saturday, myself, Jesse Tonkinson, and possibly my guy Ben. Uh -oh. I'm not calling him out here, but possibly my guy Ben will be joining us for uh, doing an Everest on Forest Home. Uh, cool. In fact, my mom's going to be in town for like what? the first time, and she hasn't been to Washington. Really, I think she's only been yeah, out here cool. once since I moved out here. Is she going to bike some? Uh, oh yeah, she'll she'll swim bike and run a bunch. She. Is she, she's been doing a bunch of ultra stuff lately. She did like a 12-hour bike ride not too long ago. She's been doing a couple... Is she going to rent a bike while she's here? What is she going to do? Um, I think while she's here, 
I think we are going to be able to get her onto one of Cassie's bikes. I is your dad coming also? No, no, my my dad will stay uh, stay in the Midwest. How tall is your mom? My mom is not tall. She is probably five feet tall. She may get mad oh, wow. at me for saying that. She may be five one, but I'm pretty sure she's like five feet flat. Yeah. Her and Cassie could probably film the same bike, so we we're gonna try and get her onto yeah. one of Cassie's. Yeah. She wants to swim Fallen Leaf Lake or something. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. I think she she wants to swim with us. She yeah. can borrow my son's bike. It's you think so? Oh yeah. It's okay. uh he's almost five feet tall and it's still okay, cool. it's a it's a touch big on him so it should fit her just fine she's okay. welcome to borrow it cool cool uh, I'll, I'll talk to you she'll be here thursday and we'll, we'll get that organized but, sweet but yeah she's, um, she's gonna she's gonna everest she's gonna everest she's gonna, she will she's gonna crush you she's guys. got more of the ultra gene than i do well, I've, thinking, I've never done a race longer than a 70.3 a race right never done it yeah she's gonna destroy you guys she's gonna kill me yeah, <laughs> but yeah. what time are you guys starting because i've had lots of teammates and people say yep. hey can we come out can we, we watch can we, we cheer on we got a lot of people that are going to come we, there's three really cool spots to kind of view during the climb uh there's a rock bed right in the middle that's got a lot of space for sitting and yep. all that uh the top next to the stop sign and the right. bottom next to the stop sign so it's nice because it's kind of a protected road from the sense that it has a stop sign on both sides yeah um but yeah i know that jesse went out and he did an awesome thing he cleaned up the he whole road he like walked yeah. from top to bottom and yep. um picked up all the trash and got a full trash bag full of stuff which was really cool and i know that he also went out to all the neighbors and had a nicely worded letter that he mm-hmm. furnished all of them and tried to talk to as many people as he possibly could to just to let them know what was going on have you guys reached out to the city have you guys asked them if there's any way to get signage or I don't an event? think so. No, no, no I, I don't think so. I think Tonk went out and passed out the letters. I can actually text him today and ask asks if he's going to do that. Tonk has been a hundred percent on top of this since the start of planning it. Yeah. So he's been all over it. Um, also, just uh, I think we had mentioned this in the last podcast too, but uh, anybody who didn't listen to the last podcast, go to First, Jesse Tonkinson's social yeah. media, and he has a link up for the the cancer research. Fund. Firstgiving.com, and the best thing to do is probably go there and search for Jesse Tonkinson, mm-hmm. and then uh, you should pull up his uh, cancer research uh, fund that he's raising money for yep. while doing this Everest attempt. And he's getting pretty close to yeah, his goal, close. which is I'm I think gonna, 3000 I'm going to re- repost it on my social media awesome. again yeah. before we do this. Yeah, yeah, it's and we posted, can post it. yeah, it's posted up on the Dalda podcast um mm-hmm. facebook page and you can i don't know if i there may or may i can't remember there may or may not be an actual post for it, but if you look at the uh, podcast post from last week it's in the comment section so mm-hmm. that you can click on that and check it out yes yes but yeah uh he's putting together it's, it's, it's great how much he's already raised i donated yeah. um like 88 bucks and it was like the the distance of everest in meters yeah <laughs> nice. like Oh, I'm probably going to copy off you there. there you That's go. really cool. Yeah, yeah. So something like that. And I kept looking to see if anyone would be like, hey, what's what this number about? Why is this such, such a random number? I, I donated like the, the, the number of feet but yeah. uh, but right. then but then so I also move the decimal over time a little bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. But then I uh, uh, um, I included the the fee for the right. company. And I messed so, it up. So yeah. I messed it up. So it doesn't look like just some random number. Yeah, it's some yet. random number instead <laughs> of what I wanted. first giving. <laughs> Lance. Uh, I was going to I was gonna plug uh, the first giving oh. thing for Tonk. So instead I'll plug uh, Piper the Wonder Pup. It is her fifth birthday does today. She have, does she have an Instagram oh, account? Oh, man. <laughs> so Piper does have an Instagram account. It's at Piper the Wonder Dog. Okay. Yep. So, and I'm wearing my Piper socks. Oh, wow. Today. Look at that. Little faces of. Piper's my German short hair. Five years. Dog. How did I miss five that? Years old. Man. 
time she's, flies. She's a riot. Adult, right? No one wants to look at your socks when you're not wearing pants. No. <laughs> Lance, no pants. No pants. <laughs> All right. My one last thing is I just want to thank everybody that kind of reached out over this past week. There's a lot of love and support out there. I really appreciate that. And again, it's kind of helping me stay motivated. Um, And what makes me most happy is the fact that I feel like I'm kind of ahead of the curve a little bit. I know that Evan's over here telling me, he's like, you're so far ahead and you're doing so awesome. Evan's a big cheerleader for me and I appreciate that. And I'm I'm sure he's right. I don't know exactly how far I'm out. But um, I I, I know in the back of my head that I am further along than I had built up I was going to be. I was expecting mm-hmm. the worst and hoping the, for the best, knowing that the best probably wasn't going to happen because that's not the luck I've had to date. But um, I was able to get off pain meds within less than 48 hours after having surgery. I think it was like a day and a half that I took pain meds and they gave me 40 of these pills and I think I used six or seven of them. Sold the rest, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Crazy street value on this. Yeah. Thing. I'm buying a new bike now. <laughs> um, and I've been doing that passive motion thing um, religiously, I've been able to sleep decently well. I mean, you're not in a recliner, are you? No, I, that's I awesome. yeah, I've just got like a, a fortress of pillows in my bed <laughs> that I use to <laughs> set up to, to get me in a comfortable position. And I can't sleep on my left side, obviously, but I can. I have been able to now sleep on my right side if I support my arm with a, a pillow. I don't think I'm doing anything crazy tonight, but um, I'm still waking up with with stiffness and pain there. But it, it kind of as I stumble downstairs and get a cup of coffee and water and go sit on that passive motion machine, it kind of works its soreness out pretty well. So that's been kind of nice. But anyway, I just want to say thank you. There's a lot of people that reached out um, mm-hmm. via text or email or Facebook or the, one of the hundred different ways that you can get in touch with me. I need to pare that down, you guys. There's too many, too, too many, many ways. too many things. Yeah. I need Matt. Can you make an app that just centralizes all notifications yeah. in one thing? Oh, I think it's called yeah. a Wolf. Wolf. A wolf? Anybody Office fan here? Yeah. That's, yes, uh, thank you. <laughs> I thought that reference. Yes, oh, I um, It'll send you a fax, too. Yeah. It'll send you a fax. <laughs> yeah. I can't keep up with wolf, everything, wolf you guys. Me. Yeah. What <laughs> <laughs> you want me, please? Too many, too many things. I need it all centralized in one place so I don't have to remember to go look at 14 different yeah. apps and direct messages. So, sorry if I haven't got back to you yet. This last week kind of sucked. So, uh, I think that's it. Anything else for you guys? Thanks for having us. Yep. Thank you. Thank you for coming in. Um, everybody's listening. We greatly appreciate it. Come back next week for another episode and for our drawing. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Maybe we'll do some live streaming on the uh, That's what I was hoping to say. But if you get some glorious footage of the last five minutes, right? Yeah. All right. Thank you for listening. We will see you next week. Bye for now.